Hey, what's up? It's Amina Butterfly, and I just finished my interview with Hollywood Unlucked, Uncensored. The interview was crazy. I didn't expect the, them to be that crazy, but I love them. <laughs> it was fun. We laughed a lot. I had a good time. We talked about a lot of love and hip-hop. Love and hip-hop New York, love and hip-hop Hollywood. You know, my story, my life, my kids, my music, all of that good stuff. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Your boy Giovanni. Hola. Stupid mating call twice <laughs> in the show. Anyway, we have Amina Butterfly in the building. Hey, Mom. What's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Chilling. So, Amina, we ran into Amina at um, Nick Cannon's um, brunch and found out that she's now in L.A. Yes, yes. It's mm-hmm. been a year. Really? Yes, it's been one year. I just had my one-year anniversary well, see, think, of moving away well i think because when when hollywood when love and hip-hop hollywood films i think we come right off the tell of new york right um I no 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 think atlanta, atlanta. Okay. yeah mm-hmm. it's like hollywood new york Atlanta. it's just with the shooting hollywood. schedule and then the airing you forget people mm-hmm. actually can move around mm-hmm. in so much time mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. well welcome to la even though you've been here Thank for you a year. so much how have you liked the first year here because people have like very jarring reactions yeah. to right. living in la well, they think it's like the land of palm trees and manicured lawns uh-huh. and it's very different. So how's Definitely. your experience been? Um, well, for me, I always loved LA, but mm. I moved for like the reason I moved was so like bad. So mm-hmm. I really had a really hard time in the beginning, like just adjusting and just you know, not just even the place, but the fact that I was now alone with two kids and stuff. But um, you know, it took me maybe like six months until I started feeling better. I, actually, until you know, when my second daughter was born, she was born in August. Mm-hmm. Um, last year. So you have a Leo when, baby. Yeah, I'm I have a, two I'm Leo, Leo girls. I'm a Leo too. Mm-hmm. What days? And um, July 29th and August 9th. August 16th. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I actually, I went to see a therapist. I was so depressed. Like, mm-hmm. Why do you think you was depressed? Just I was heartbroken, being, just really, really like in a bad space. And yeah. I didn't want to see anyone. I, You know, the, the plan was like, okay, I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to, you know, just focus on my career and, you know, network. And none of that happened because I was just, I didn't want to see nobody. I was just like home with my daughter and just trying to, you know, make a nice homey, make it, make it homey and, you know, just hang out with her every day, all day. And I really just um, was to myself. And that's when I started writing the book. Actually, that, that was my therapy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's how it did you happened. find like when I when I got to L.A., you know, I found it really difficult to kind of to connect with people. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it, it, it takes a while to find your group yeah. out here because, you know, there's Hollywood and then there's the rest of the place. Yeah. And right. it's just like I was so not wanting to be a part of the Hollywood. Oh, my God. Thing, you know, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's crazy. But I found that like, you know, hiking the canyons and stuff like mm-hmm. that was like my therapy. And mm-hmm. your bounce back is ridiculous. Oh, so <laughs> I feel like I feel <laughs> I feel like you might end up on Runyon every once in a while. Oh my God, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I haven't done it enough just because, you know, my kids right now, I don't have a nanny and it's kind of crazy, but I love doing stuff like that. And I, you know, right now I just, you know, I work out maybe like twice, three, three times a week. Mm. So, wow. so so most people know you from um, Love & Hip Hop mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, that's where I found you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually met Peter a few times. You have. So what is your relationship status with Peter right now today? We are separated and, well, you know, still married, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> I, was, um, I, was read, I was reading that it said that you guys are, you were hinting at divorce. Well, he was on the show, but never, you know, when the camera's still rolling, he never 
never ever says that he wants a divorce. No, <laughs> right. but there's a report in so, InTouch that you want a divorce. Oh, really? Yeah. When was that? It says that you were hinting at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have. Because I think that I, I, you know, I might be ready soon. Like, I wasn't rushing it. I, You know, everyone was like, oh, you should just file for divorce right away. I was just like, you know, I wasn't ready for it. I had just so much going on, like, in myself. Like, I just wanted to, you know, get used to being alone. And, but, you know, the time will come. And I think that eventually it is going to be me who's going to file for divorce. Mm. Yeah. How long were you guys... Married or to four years, four years. Right now, yeah. So, so let's go back a little bit. So, how did you end up? Because I, I know the way I ended up on Love and Hip Hop. I was got out of a bad relationship. My ex went to jail, and I was bored. So I called Mona and said, "Put me on the show." How did you end up on Love and Hip Hop? Um, through him because I was. Um, we had just gotten married, and you know he was the one that was you know cool with a lot of producers and cool with rich dollars and you know people on the show so one day he went to film a scene that was kind of like his first time um doing like a cameo scene just like you know talking to rich or something and i came along and i didn't you know they actually asked me to do i want to be in the scene i was like no i don't even like (laughs) you know i denied i didn't want to do it and um, so that day, they the, he started talking to the producers about him and his life. And when he told them he was married, but he was still, but he in was a promoting he was promoting you as his artist, not as his wife. And, when you first came uh, on the show, that's why the whole marriage thing was kind of like he, a, well, oh man, I don't a WTF moment for everybody you watching know it's TV. It, well. Yeah. I was, I, you, I mean, I guess you can say I was kind of like his artist, but mm-hmm. we never, that's not how we started. And mm-hmm. in my book, I talk about that too. I talk about exactly how we started and it wasn't as, it wasn't like business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were friends. Like we, we became friends first mm-hmm. and then we decided, oh, let's make music together. Oh, maybe you can help me, you know, with the managing thing. But it wasn't like you, you saw it on the show. Oh, that's his artist. And. I well, we, like, well, I mean, I've been on Love and Hip Hop, so I know the editing process mm-hmm. is what it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's be, she's she's handling it the way I handle the question about throwing a drink on Hazel. <laughs> yeah. She's right. not going to throw nobody under the bus. <laughs> right. You know, you get your storyline and then the editing happens. But it's mm-hmm. but the relationship was real. The yeah, You're a real definitely. artist. And I will mm-hmm. say out of all the people on Love and Hip Hop New York, and I'm not just saying this because you're here. You're you actually can you have talent. Thank you so much. No, mm-hmm. like she sung you sung mm-hmm. a song on your Instagram we put on Hollywood Unlocked that everybody was like, Oh my oh, gosh, really? she has a great voice. Yeah, yeah, it's like I've always been doing that. That was me before the show. Like a lot of people they, they go on reality shows and oh now they want to sing. Like that's that not was me. before the show. I, she was oh, a singer beforehand. Been, yeah, mm-hmm. been, I hear an accent when you talk what, what yes, You're originally German, from Germany. Germany. Wow, yeah. you're German. Born and raised. And I've uh, I came to um New York when I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. So now, like, so German is your years. first language. Yep. Yeah. How, you, so, how many languages do you speak? Just but, German, just German and English. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because my you, girlfriend right here, she's from Sweden. Oh, cool. And so, it, people really don't know how many, like, you know, pretty little light skinned girls yeah. are from that area of like Switzerland, Germany. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are dark skinned girls girl. from Germany. No, I know, but it's just they all seem to like how. Many, no, I can't interview. Have you ever met Boris? Like she knows Boris like five Kojo? languages. I haven't. I would love to. You know, oh, I know yeah. he's like me. Half I hate his wife Wait, because who? she's in love with him. <laughs> Boris. Anyway, oh, I want oh, I want yes. to borrow. She, she beat me. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, because on Love and Hip Hop New York, some of the other girls. I mean, I don't really care for their talent at all. Mariah Lynn, she's cool. Are you guys friends? We were cool. Like, we're, I wouldn't. I don't know. Like, friends is not the right word. Love and Hip Hop cast members. You can't say everybody's your friend. Right. right, but Mariah has always been cool. Like we, you know, we like she's always been like 
Team Amina and like. I mean, I like the first uh, back in the time I was a hoe because I relate, but I can't really. I'm tr- I struggle sometimes taking white female rappers, just white rappers in general. Shout mm-hmm. out to Eminem. I was just about to serious. Say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love DJ Self, so I'm gonna always show her love mm-hmm. until he's not fucking with it no more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not so the you, biggest fan. You don't like her other stuff. Yeah, no, I don't know hit. her other stuff. I don't. She got some dope songs. And really? the other girls on the show, the rapper girls, what the BDB? What was um, the first? Oh, BBO. That was last oh, season. No, 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 no. I'm gonna go. BB what? BBOD. Never listened to one of their songs. And the girls that are on there now, what are the other rapper girls? Um, oh my god, Cardi. Car- I like oh, Cardi. Cardi. No, besides, no, no, besides Cardi. Oh, okay. Cardi's no, in the part I of love Cardi there. and yeah. I love Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? Like, I'm not, you know, being that I've been away and I've never really been like friends with a lot of the cast and like, you know, see, since season four, which was my first. Um, I've done four seasons and I've really kind of always just been with. But you've Stupid had a triangle. No, but you've had a strong storyline on your own, so you yeah. haven't required. So we the, didn't really, yeah, the crutch from everybody mm-hmm. else. But mm-hmm. Cardi B had your back though at the reunion, right? No, she did not. Okay, but you yeah, didn't think so? she had Tara's back. That was an expl- explosive moment. So oh I gosh. wanted to know, like, so and I upsetting. and I feel like everybody wants to know. She blasted the hell out of Peter. You know, whether whether she had your back or Tara's back, right. what she did do was she blasted the hell out of Peter. And she mm-hmm. basically says, you've got these two girls going back and forth, not knowing their asses from their elbow. And why? And that's like, why I took it as a more of a, she was supporting both of you. She was supporting. She did that. Way. Well, that she did the reunion before this one. But this reunion, she came at me. She's okay. like, okay. Oh, you, you know, but I, it's like, I, I kind of want to clear that up because it, I'm so upset at the way at the editing again. Here we are again. Um, because there was a scene where I said, "Oh, I could come back to you, Peter," and that's that went like everyone's like, "Oh my God, she's stupid again," all of that. Um, what I meant was like, I did say I could come back to you, Peter, if you gave me what I deserve, the respect, everything that you haven't given me. If you did that, I could come back to you, and I probably would. But being that you're not, I'm not. I'm not going back to New York. Like, and that's where people had it wrong because they thought like, oh, she's willing to go back to him. No, I'm not. I made the decision to move away because I didn't want to live that life anymore. I didn't want to live like that, and I'm not ever going back to accept accepting you know the things that I've had for way too long. So I just wanted to say that one time I did say it on a reunion, but they didn't air it. And also, what I was upset about because I did have some people. Backing me up, you know, Remy and Pap, they back me up because I'm the Remy wife. And, and they, uh, they're all about marriage and stuff. So, so Tara was a side chick. Or is um, the side well, chick. No, I mean, I'm just, what? no, but I'm just, I'm just no, saying. No, 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 you're right. Because like if Mariah Lynn yeah. popped up with a, yeah. with a papoose baby, yeah. she'd be the side chick. No, but when, you know, the other, well, your, your book she, is called The Other Woman. And, right. you know, you'd think that that meant that you're describing yourself. But if you read the book. It actually sounds Have more you? like I've read some. Oh, I've read some of it, um, and it, it actually sounds more like Tara's being called the other woman. Um, in um, this. Yeah, and a lot of parts in the book I am referring to her as the other woman because mm-hmm. from where I was standing, it was to me it was her. Okay, you know, um, and to her it was probably me. <laughs> Did you, you, do you think you gave Peter a lot of chance because you really thought or believed that he would truly change one day, or no. was it, or was it like no. that? or was it the penis you put on no. Instagram? I gave him all these chances because I was still not, I wasn't fed up enough. I knew, you know, I knew <laughs> what I was in. That's real shit for you to say that. Yeah. That's some real shit. I've never because heard a woman say that. I, I wasn't like, and that's where people got me wrong too because everyone calls me stupid because they, I guess they think that I thought, oh, he was going to be 
you know, this this man, all of a sudden, this great husband. And I, I really never really thought that he was going to become that. I was just not ready to live without him. So wow. I want to go back to the the last reunion because I'll be honest with you, I couldn't even get through this whole reunion. Y'all had a lot going on this reunion. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a good reunion. Wait, it was a great reunion. You're talking about this one, the one that this reunion. It was a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. I could not watch the second part. I watched the first oh, part. Oh, I was only in the second part. I know, so, so I missed that whole okay. part. I'm sure you, I watched. Okay, it, yeah. but last the last reunion when you revealed that you were pregnant at the same time mm-hmm. as Tara. First of all, I gagged for dear life. <laughs> Because I was just like surprised. Well, first of all, it was a huge surprise. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know when you got pregnant that she was already pregnant? Um, yeah. But you were the wife. Oh wait, actually, I well, when when I you know calculated back when I conceived <laughs> when we conceived my second daughter was right before Peter told me Tara was pregnant. Mm. So I actually didn't. So I found what? out right after. So how close in age are the last the last like, babies, hers and yours? Six months apart? They're six months apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, I listen, I, I, I have a legit fucking question. Legit <laughs> question. I, I'm, I know people want to know this. His dick game must be fucking out of this world. It just has to be. <gasps> wow. I'm sorry, because the only time I've ever been that stuck on, forgive me for the phrase, but stuck on stupid is when a motherfucker's dick game has been just mind blowing. Wow. Wow. I, I, it's, I, I have, I've, you know, people ask me that before. I am. He has I, 10 children. I mean, he's got to. No, I think he has 11, right? 10. 10. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. it, he's, he's not, he's not chilling with well, Webster. Answer the question. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But, yeah. um, that is not the reason for me why I couldn't let go. Well, I'll say, the, well, I'll say maybe the reason is that that was your husband <laughs> and maybe you were fighting for love. I mean, when you. He's just, yeah. I mean, there's so much more to Peter. Good, yeah, I was about to ask you, what's the, what is the man that you see? I don't it's know his real so name. so much more to him than so, that. Yeah. I mean, those things are great, but it's like just his personality. Is he loving? Is he what's his funny? sign? Um, Capricorn? Hmm. Oh, shit. I'm a Capricorn. <clears throat> Crazy as fuck. <laughs> so, okay, so what do you think is one of the biggest misperceptions of your relationship with Peter? Um, well, I, I don't know about the relationship. About me, it would just be that I'm, oh, that, I, that I'm, like, weak, I feel, because I don't feel weak at all. So when people tell me that, I'm like, oh, well, it might look that way, but I don't, I don't feel, especially now where I did make a change. Like, just totally, they're off. <laughs> so even if he was with you and saying that he was being faithful or not telling you that he wasn't being faithful, um, he was still a member of the Creep Squad, right? Yeah, I that guess damn so. Creep Squad. I guess so. I don't know. Who came up with that? Anyway? Creep Squad? They well, all said still, they did. That's still debatable because each person is saying <laughs> that they own but, it. But, um, yeah, it's like to him, it's like just like a joke. I, help the me. The Creep Squad. Okay, Rich Dallas yes. said he started this thing called the creep squad because you know he popped up in love and hip-hop at la and you know i just i'm telling you i'm the professional i show up on set and go like this oh okay Mm -hmm. cisco's here now you know he's dating tia marie Mm -hmm. i do oh you are you allowed to like i'm not on the show i I passed this season i mean that's been everywhere yeah that's been everywhere that's been been reported everywhere it hasn't been confirmed but i know there's smoke there's fire is to the streets and i am not signed jason knows about fire and they are um yeah they're rumored to be together and shooting i heard you were here filming too um that's actually not true it's not true no everyone thinks that just because i you know i was hanging out with some of the girls and stuff and 
but I have not filmed any, anything. You, you know anything. why I believe you? Because I can tell when people on Love and Hip Hop are lying. <laughs> not just <laughs> no, people. Because you know what you're not supposed to say. You know what you, we get trained. We go to the <laughs> meetings and all of wow. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, I guess, is like waiting to hear it. Is Amina going to be on? I would but. love to see you on the show, but I wouldn't want to see you with anybody on this game. I'm just not like, oh, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not like yeah, desperate yeah. to be on the show. Yeah. Me neither. That's why I decided not to go back. And now I can just speak freely. Not that it was bad. It was actually good for me, like, for my music and stuff, you know. It's a great platform. It was great, like, because now I definitely have way more fans. I sell more music, you know, Mm. as an independent artist. And it's like... What did you envision for yourself going on the show? Because, I mean, you know, uh, all three of us, I don't... uh, Gio, you haven't been on reality TV. No. Okay, well, three of us have been on reality Mm -hmm. TV. You go on there with one, you know, specific Mm -hmm. viewpoint Mm -hmm. as to what you know, you envision for yourself and it ends up a completely different way. But, you know, what did you envision for yourself and how much of that actually came to fruition versus Mm -hmm. what ended up going down the crap? Well, um, I definitely, I talk about that in my book too, um, how it all started. I was really like when they approached us, because I never thought I was the type of girl to be on a show like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I was like thinking about, you know, what am I doing like in my life right now? Like I was an independent artist putting up music. Nobody knew, nobody cared. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working a job um, in a band. I was a musician like in a club in New York, but I wasn't like really going anywhere. So I was like thinking like, I was really just completely 100% thinking about my career when I decided to do uh, my music, when Mm -hmm. I decided to do the show. I thought that, you know, once people see me, the artist, and hear my songs and my music that I write and all of that, like, I'm, you know, it's going to be like a good thing for me. Mm -hmm. But I was so wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it did end up being a good thing for the music in a way. But But on the other hand, it becomes a lot about a lot of other things was on the show for the first time i did not expect all that negativity like mm. oh my had God. you seen the show before it came at me like no she's not talking about the the filming she's talking about from the fans the because judgment. the, the like, one thing people don't know for folks that are on love and hip-hop is that it's probably the highest socially engaged audience like mm-hmm. they're watching it with you and then they become a part of your life so yeah. every decision you make yeah. every post you put up mm-hmm. they have yeah. an opinion about and she it was, and she was you were really portrayed as you know the other woman yes. that you knew oh everything going into this and you were they portrayed you as very snaky yes, very in the bad. beginning i hated it yeah. and like it's just a wave coming at me like of just the hate, you know, the haters are the loudest on mm, always. Yes, they are. But so I, mean, I felt like everyone hates me. Just mm-hmm. and I never knew that because before I went to TV, everyone loved me always. Wow. Like, L- listen, I <laughs> uh, and I wasn't used wait, to it. Getting, I was like, you're getting ready to start a moment. I my mm-hmm. first scene. I'm not used to reality TV. Regular guy, mm-hmm. regular guy. Mm-hmm. She, I had gone to her for counsel because she had been on. She had been in the industry for a while. And she'd been on television, and even yeah. though she got hit in the head with a bottle on her show, we have oh, security. I- we have security that, like, at least we didn't have security yeah. on my show because we were supposed to be the antithesis of love and hip hop and shows that solve conflict <laughs> wow. through combat and shit like that. So we had no security to save me from the wild animal that attacked me. Bitch <laughs> got a concussion from uh, Harambe, wow. but look. So, Staples in my head the whole night. So my first scene, I'm in a scene that just goes completely left. And I mean, they, this person is just lowbrow, letting me have it and just bringing up stuff that's just crazy. And I throw a drink in her face. I think it, yeah, I've seen that. My first scene. <laughs> but that's, what, that, that's the first time you ever saw me, right? Mm-hmm. Can I tell you that I was struggling with the audience's reaction and who I know I am. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Like, here. And and you don't want to throw mm-hmm. producers under the bus and then yeah. you don't want to so you just like mm-hmm. you get caught up in this game because the thing about it is even they don't come to you and say this is your storyline. Your 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 story's guided into wherever it ends up. Mm-hmm. And you shoot in strips where things just kind of it, it's a it's a well produced show, mm-hmm. um, and it's I mean it's I when I met you at Nick's thing I just remember going like man she's super cool yeah, yeah. man I wasn't used to anybody not liking me you know <laughs> I mean you know like I said before TV it was just like always like oh she's like the do you ever feel like sweetest. you went into a scene saying okay I'm not going to do this I'm not going to say that they're not going to get this <laughs> every out of scene me. and then somehow some way they you feel like you just got sucked into some bullshit where you just let some shit out? With me, it was always like, okay, we're going to do this scene and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. And then it became so real because I, I wait, stuff get, let, so wait, real. Let, let's hold that because there's actually a scene that I want to talk about that everybody talked about. They still talk about this scene. Which one? was the emotional scene where you slapped the shit out of Peter. Ooh. Uh. Smacked his soul through so his body. Real. Now, and some, everyone thought it was fake. I was just about to say, everybody thought that that was fake. First of all, I don't know. Unless you're like an, an Emmy Award nominated actress, like the emotions looked very real. It was. Everything you saw of me, like as far as emotions, was super real. So when you slapped him, did you think like, oh shit, I just got caught with a battery on camera? Or what What was going on? <laughs> I didn't. Because, you, know, you know, some girls like they like, oh, they, they know beforehand, oh, I'm going to do this. And like. I had no idea I was going to do that. Like, I just came out, like, in the moment. Because I also didn't expect what, to hear what he said. So we went into the scene, like, just, you know, I really had no idea what he was going to say, what she was going to say. So it just, damn, I was like. And then after that scene, y'all got to like go home that. together. We didn't. He left. Mm. He, oh, I would assume. I went into my apartment and I cried and, you know, and then, you know, the producers were there and stuff. And then he picked up his stuff. They they wouldn't let him even come into my room. Mm. You don't are you are you did you ever think like if you did that in the privacy of your home, would he what would happen? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't I never really thought about that. Well but. he's too Peter doesn't come off as he's not an he's not an abuser. He doesn't hit women. No, not yeah. ever. Peter no, actually no. is I mean, I don't different relationship clearly, but the last time I talked to Peter, I was on DJ Self's show. Mm-hmm. At Power 105 in New York, and he called in. Um, Papoose called in. It was oh, really few, yeah, Cardi called in. He was mm-hmm. he was super cool. He's always been yeah, a good guy, nice he is. guy. He's the coolest. Person so is that what kind of sucks you into it? Yeah, like, there's that he's part like of my him. favorite person, like the coolest person, and that's why I had to accept the fact that if anything, we can just like he's always going to be in my life, and that's for me. That's I'm happy with that because yeah. you know he's so cool. Well, like. If I go back to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, my love interest has to be Corey Guns. His son? You're hilarious, Jason. His his son is fine as hell. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to look for him. I can't find him. He's a dope-ass rapper, too. I'll rap. He didn't get the spare (laughs) shot like he deserved. Well, I think he's getting married, soon. Oh. I'm gonna show up and be like, "Fuck that!" I object. Like a, di- a different world. <laughs> like a different world, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> no, like uh, the mother on Golden Girls when Dorothy. Anyway, I saw that the other night. Uh, okay. okay, so so go ahead. You have a no, I was gonna say. I mean, what's difficult for it seems like the regular viewing audience to understand mm-hmm. is like they see a storyline. You know, there's been a lot of hype around storylines. Some mm-hmm. are be- some are real, some are believable, and some are just straight up and down. Oh, BS, mm-hmm. you know, it must feel kind of fucked up for people to kind of like undermine your actual feelings because they think that your life 
and your life with Peter and involving Tara is just a storyline. Yeah. You know, like, but no, but it's your real life. It is. You know, so how do you, how do you kind of like, you know, reconcile that inside your head? You know, that must have been a lot of stuff you talked about. Definitely. And like when people like what bothered me the most, like with this last season or the previous season before that, I was when people like accused me of like lying about, you know, the abortion and stuff like like I'm the I'm just the type of person that would never do something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like there is a lot of women that do lie. But but you're part of a you're part of a franchise where Monique Slaughter was with Fizz. Then she was with Rich. Then she was with. Who was she with last season? Uh, uh, Fizz had moved in to hang out. Now she's with a lesbian, and and she's trying to have her. a baby with a gay guy. <laughs> and really? and Tier is now talking to Cisco, who we ain't never seen them together. So oh, wow. I just you're in a part of a franchise where people go, that shit ain't real. Right. Right. But I will say, I well, look at you, us, I look at you, yeah. Tara and Peter, and I'm like, first of all, there are real babies involved. Mm-hmm. There's real emotion when Absolutely. you have a kid. Like it's you're really married. I don't. I I can get that. That's a real. That's Drama. just a real. That's yeah, real. Yeah, that's why we didn't feel like they treated us fair. Like especially me. Like I wish they would have, you know, gave me more music looks and stuff like that. And like featuring your songs. In yeah, episodes. you know, because like people like to see that too. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I wasn't happy with. But yeah, right. what's your relationship currently like with Tara? Um, How, what's, what's what kind of terms are you guys on? Is we're it, like cordial. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, when I'm in New York, like, we get together for the kids and stuff. We do. Mm. So, yeah, we but, get along. But when when um, Cisco wrote the check or somebody gave a check to Peter, he <laughs> gave it to Tara. Did you want to snatch it out her hand and be like, bitch, this is mine? Man, I didn't. Oh, man. I Peter did told me. Peter told me about it. I wasn't in the room. Like, some some people thought I was sitting on the other couch. I wasn't even They don't even know in how the, you move you in and out. I wasn't even in the room. And he would have given it to me if I would have been sitting there. I know that because I know him. So I'm like, at the end of the day, it was in his name. And, um, you know, he was just kind of like, I was for the look of it. What do yeah. you think his, what do you think his struggle is with you and Tara? Like, I'm assuming you guys are very, you guys are opposite of each other. Uh, we're definitely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's with the back and forth with the two of you? And, and how many he, other baby mamas does really, he have? And I, why does he love her so much? Because you're so much cuter than she is. Oh, that's so nice. It's <laughs> the truth. You are gorgeous. Very beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, well, I just, I, I really believe that he loves both of us. I got I want to ask you a question so bad. Ask it. You're on the radio. Duh. She's you. sitting right here. <laughs> Wait, wait, so, no, Jill, you're unable to ask Amina Butterfly a question today. I want to ask you this, and it's just because I feel like I just, not the only one I want to know, I feel like people want to know, have, since he loves the both of you so much, has there ever been a situation where the both of you have been loved at the same time? Absolutely never. No, I just got to ask. I mean, our sponsor, I mean, our I, sponsor of our show is I don't Floyd even Mayweather, think he so. would. He wouldn't. Mm. I don't think he would. Be. And that's just the proper way I would ask. I'm glad oh, you didn't no, ask. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I would have said the sponsor of our show is Floyd Mayweather, who's known to have a harem, and his girls have played around. What do? What would you do? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Floyd like that. Mm-hmm. Well, she said no. Oh, damn! Well, you no, no, really no, 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 just no, no, no. asked her if her and Tara play around with each other. First I didn't of all, say that. He, he's clearly not as invested in her life that. story that we are because <laughs> I I've watched the show and ain't no. But what I'm just saying when a, when you I mean you never know. No, that was, was no, that was just this. his fantasy. Okay, no. that was just no. That was G- your. will G- G- admit it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, why wouldn't you? So for Amina, who's probably never seen the show, and I don't blame you. 
uh, Giovanni is like our foster brother who doesn't have <laughs> sex often, even though he's in a relationship, in the basement okay. with a girl who's very beautiful, way above you his reach. motherfucker is not that- in the basement. Who, sorry, Amina, who was, who was just hiding downstairs because his ex who has a restraint order against him was just in this room a little while ago. You owe you, we, there's a lot going on in the wow. show. This is Love and Hip Hop, the way of This is the real <laughs> shit. Oh, his ex is Yezzy Ortiz who was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood season one. Ah, okay. Was she on season one? Like yeah. as a cast member? Mm-hmm. She's not going to throw nothing, so she didn't have that many scenes. But anyway, back to Amina. <laughs> so, so, um, so who are you? Like, okay, let's talk about Cardi B. I have this crush. I love Cardi B. Love her. And yeah. A lot of people love Cardi we B. Love you don't her. love Cardi B. Um, well, I don't have anything against her, but she, she don't like me. I feel like, really. I am. I mean, she. I don't know. Maybe Do you think she, she was does. too critical. She's just. Um, <laughs> She just came at me on the reunion, so mm. I'm like, okay. But I kind of look, I kind of look at her on the reunion as she just wanted to go out with a bang because she says reportedly she's not going out. I mean, her and Hennessy, they fucking. I mean, they. I know when somebody <laughs> is showing up because see the way your checks go up uh-huh. when you leave a season. If you really didn't give them looks, that next season the check ain't gonna go that high. But mm-hmm. if you overperform, and this is a show that is driven by performance, right. mm-hmm. you overperform and you do shit like you and your sister jumping everybody, and you go out and you're getting drug out and you're throwing this, you know everybody's business and this and Bringing that. Them ratings up. You you know that you, they're gonna want you back, so you can say I'm not coming back, so that check could be bigger. Well, do you but think that's didn't Cardi quit? That's what she said, but you guys haven't. They haven't started filming again yet. No, they haven't. Mm. Mm. I don't know. So Remy and Papoose, um, I ran into them at Barclays. I love them. I talked yeah. to Papoose yesterday. Don't you just love them? Yeah, definitely. I love them both. Like they're dope. I love so, them together. So let me ask you a question: Remy or Nikki? Uh, <laughs> damn. Damn, dum, dum, dum. Do I have to answer that? Yeah, no frauds on this show. I'm not on nobody's <laughs> side. Like that's. I, I don't know. I wish they didn't do that. But if you had, if you were, if you, if your last piece of bread on the deserted island where you were starving to death was requiring you to answer, (laughs) who would you say that Sheether versus No No Frauds? frauds. I guess I, I I think I gotta say Remy. Remy did kill on that track. Mm. Yeah, but I do love No Frauds. What's the question that you were praying we didn't ask you in this interview? No, and there's no. You seem pretty candid, like you're like you're like you're an open book. I am too open. Like there's no some people upset, and that's why like with the book too. Like I was a little nervous putting it out there because I knew it was gonna make. How have the sales? How have the sales been? Good, really good. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a couple months. Copy. I know. I'm nice. waiting on my shipment because I'm I'm out. Like everyone, oh, you know, you. I sold all. Of well, them. that's why I asked when you got here if you were doing another book because the word was the book. First book was so successful that mm-hmm. you were writing is, another book. I, I feel like I just it just released it. Well, so yeah, but it's future, all gone already. So now it's time to you know. No, well, we have more. You st- like, are you gonna do a book tour? We we are actually doing it. Um, it's like spread out. We do like a date a month, like to just. Like a signing, like okay. we travel and stuff. Mm-hmm. What if you did a book called Signs You Know Your Nigga Ain't Shit? <laughs> That's actually a good idea. No, like for real. And yeah. they made it like a self-help guide, a self-help guide to get rid of the nigga that you like want for, that ain't no good yeah. for you. For example, if you ask him a question like where he been and he replied with touching the part of his face, he lied. That's how a girl mm-hmm. knows. Mm-hmm. True. Well, I don't know if I'm the candidate to write that book. But. I know. I think you are the candidate. I think. <laughs> oh, I think. Yeah. I think you might have some advice for people. I mean, you know, here I know you have two beautiful children yes. out of the union with Peter. However, he's. Would you agree that he's put you through hell? Um. 
Yes and no, because, yeah, I went through hell because of him, but I might have put it on myself a little bit too. Now, that Ooh. is a mature answer. Wow. A yeah. lot of people do not have any sense of accountability had it, you know, in terms of how they contribute yeah. to like, their own miserable situation. But that's, that is Thanks. a really dope answer. Yeah, that's answer. how I feel. Like, that's a really dope Because a normal answer. girl would be like, yeah, girl, he did this he and ain't that shit, and shit. Blah, blah, blah. Well, so that's really well, a, a... The relationship I told you about earlier where my ex did all that shit, that was all his fault. Now that nigga was <laughs> a shit. And fuck that. I'm not taking no responsibility because I bought that nigga 62 pairs of shoes. You know how I know? Because I sold every pair of them and I knew that he wasn't shit when I bought each one of them. Well, then that's mm-hmm. how you contributed to your own misery was you knew he wasn't I, shit. I won't take go. responsibility. <laughs> You know, when we broke up, I gave him the dog. I dropped him off at a bus station with the dog. I felt sorry leaving the dog with him. Poor dog had to go with that loser. All right, so on Hollywood Unlocked today, the question that we asked all of our followers is, what was the last lie you told? So let's start with you first. What was don't the start last with lie? me first because I, okay. I, well, I don't lie. Okay, hold on. Giovanni, you lie a lot. What was the last <laughs> lie you told? Uh, <laughs> uh, that I came... <laughs> oh, oh! I got a lie that I told. But wait, isn't that kind of obvious when you don't? No, you just like this, and you. <coughs> Man, I can and feel that, that shit. I'll tell you. I know when po- you. I know how to post my ping ping. I'll tell you a lie that I told. That wasn't my. I, it was probably my last lie because I don't really lie that much. But um, so I hadn't had sex in a while, and I was in Houston for the Super Bowl, and I had sex, and I came quicker than I wanted to, and I said I didn't. And you kept going. Both of you have the no, same lie. No, you, no, you, no. You, you wait, said you wait, came wait. and you didn't, and you came faster than you said that you did. Wait, but no, I didn't. I didn't keep going. I actually stopped and said because it was a fan, and I said, "You know what? I'm thinking about this is not right." After you yeah. bust, and then I put him out. You guys, what about oh, you? Wow. Guys have one track minds. I swear to God, Amina is like, "What did I get myself into?" Yeah. Well, I told a girl she was pretty when I knew in my mind she was really a fucking. She was busted. Was it the Cookie Monster? <laughs> no, we do so not our, talk our, of our her. last show. Giovanni said his ex was two cookies away from being obese. I did not say that. Plus size. That's plus size. Nice. Yeah. Plus size. I like at the time. I like. If if I went with my girl, I like plus size girls. So do you hold on to the handles like a handlebar, or is it pretty much just? Oh, there I would be for... so upset if somebody did that to me. Would you? <gasps> if he oh grabbed my your god, handles? I would be so upset. <laughs> no, I mean if you like, even honestly, if you had a big dick, when a woman's bent over like like with a big butt and the butt falls forward, we like to grab that. <laughs> anyway, um, Melissa, what was the last lie you told? <laughs> Wait, can I just say something real quick? Yes. The views expressed so on this show are not those reflecting Amina okay. Butterfly or her brand or her book or That's her children. Right. Child. That is correct. Okay. Uh, Melissa, what's the last lie you told? I would have to think about it because I don't. You've had all this time. I, I, because it, I don't lie. Is it that, that you were 40? Hmm? Oh, hilarious. No, because that's the truth. No, I just pissed you off earlier with the 40 questions, so I thought I would take a jab. Miss mm, no. Butterfly, what I about you? I don't lie about my age. You think about her. Uh, I got to think about mine, too. Yeah. I really don't. I don't lie. That's, that's, that is. God, you seem so calm. You I know, I would not see you on the street. And I would not see you in the supermarket and go, she's on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> exactly, right? You know? I know. I I'm not, I'm not. Slapping niggas and shit. Not, not flashy, just. You I would feel like, yeah. you, you know, I feel like the last lie I told, uh, sorry to cut you, I feel like the last lie I told was that I said it was good to see somebody when it really wasn't. Who was that? I don't know. It's, I, it's oh, just, yeah. You know, just like, hey. Just because it sounds nice. And that. Mm-hmm. If, somebody, if somebody asked you that their baby was uh, ugly, cute, and it wasn't, would you be honest? I would say, oh my God, her shoes are so adorable. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. 
So this came up in conversation. Um, why do black athletes marry white women? And Lyndon Antonio from the Redskins, I guess he posed that question. And uh, somebody from the Miami Dolphins responded, because they're not coachable. <laughs> black women aren't coachable. Do you think that... What kind of? What do you th- what do you think about that? Well, first of all, why do black athletes marry white women? I don't know. Reverse plantation mentality? I don't fucking they in know. A, they in a sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. It's the movie Get Out. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. Continue. What about you? I don't know, man. That's not... Wait, repeat Not that coachable. Not black coachable. women are not... Okay, what do they mean by that? You can't train them to be a, right. behave and be a certain... Like, be a... Robots. But be, wouldn't they to be disciplined but hold on, one them. question. Are you full black or are you... Black you, and white. You're half black, mm-hmm. half white. Okay, so we have a difficult time with this question. Yeah. Why? Well, because we're but half black and half white. Neither one of you identify as white woman. Right. Well, I, I, don't, I, ident- I, I, don't, I yeah. don't identify full black. Same here. I can't. Same I'm here. I'm full black. I can still say I'm a black person. Especially me. I grew up around white people. And me too. Speaking another language. Like, yeah. So. But do you... So can you identify as a white woman? No, Don't no, but no, I can't. Hold, hold on, I can identify as a black man mm-hmm. because I've been called nigger, I've been spit on, I've mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. My mama was talking about niggas ain't shit my whole life, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just watched the Cosby Show and fucking Good Times. I'm a nigger, so I don't relate. Even though I am half Italian and Greek, I don't uh, relate as a white man. I don't have that connection. So, just my I question agree. is: Do you relate as a white woman? I see my whiteness. In things I say, things I like, like thi- thing, things I, I mean, wait, things I, the things read, that I think. You read a thesaurus. We get it. You're white, but it is, and, and I, I'm not. Do I? It's not about being arrogant about that. It's just it literally is like oh, my, no, quote, my quote unquote whiteness. Yeah, I don't get arrogance mm-hmm. from you at all. In that, yeah. I'm saying that black folks ain't sitting up reading the thesauruses. That I <laughs> okay. I don't know about we that. Know, we know he's reading the Urban Dictionary. I know you're about to say that shit. So my question is: Do you relate? My mother, my mother is as white as the driven snow. Blonde mm-hmm. hair, Same green here. eyes. My, She's a fucking too. Viking. She's Russian and Norwegian for crying oh, out wow. loud, you know? And I see so much of myself in the whitest woman on the planet, you know? Mm. So that's how mm-hmm. I, I identify with being... With my white side, like I, well, and just white people. You go out in public and say, look at that black girl me, over there. There is a fair, no, but I, I'm not blind and I see, you know, like I'm sure. It's you your black see? women. Definitely. Yeah. That we are, we got melaninated skin. <laughs> do, you, do you, so I put up a post that Khloe Kardashian was the melanin queen and I got a lot of heat. <laughs> I was just joking because I said she was OJ's daughter. But do you think the Kardashian, I'm not going to ask that question. Okay. So. <laughs> Tell us, tell us about the book. Tell everybody about the book. Where, the name of the book, yes. what it's about, and where they can find it. Um, well, okay, the name of the book is The Other Woman, and it's available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, and in the future, hopefully, in Barnes & Noble stores as well. And we're working on that, and then also we are about to release the ebook, so people can just mm. download it. Are you, you know. going to be um, narrating it, or are you going to have somebody else do it? Um, the tour, you mean? Uh, the ebook. The ebook. The oh, um, well, it's not going to be an audio. Like, I'm not going to be reading it, but oh. it's going to be just on Kindle and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well, if, right. if you so. do come out with a book um, called Niggas Ain't Shit and Side Chicks Should Go to Hell, <laughs> I want a 10% finder's fee. Oh, 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 okay. I I'll write the forward of that. I shit. will remember that. Okay. Um, but yeah, my publishing company, 13th and Joan, they're like, amazing you know they helped me like with the tour and you know putting it all together and then also i released a kind of like a soundtrack to the book oh wow nice 
which is an EP of five songs, acoustic Music songs. In my room. Yes. Written wow, by Amina yeah. Butterfly. Yes, exactly. And it's very like mellow, you know, it's a piano EP, mm-hmm. acoustic. And um, I just um, wanted to release songs that were special to me that have been like kind of on the shelf that I never released. And then two oh. of them are brand new. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'll make, a, I'll make a deal. If you decide to go to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I'll go back. <laughs> oh, let's go together then. Okay, well, I'll be your new love interest. All right, well, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> Never happened. Thank you, Amina, for thank coming on the show. Thank you, guys. You were awesome. Right. Okay, so let me just start by saying that there was the day that I came in and was looking for Gio, and he was stretched across the floor. Remember, we couldn't finish our show because yeah. he was so deathly sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a terminal illness that day. Uh-huh. By the way, once you have a terminal illness, it doesn't go away. I was dehydrated. Continue so, on. Shout out to all of our followers who are struggling with a terminal illness. We are not making a joke of that. Mm. We actually care about you. So today we came in and, I, and Gio said that he was here. Gio always beats us to the show. He's always the first one here. Mm-hmm. Best punctuality I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But today I came in and I was looking for him. I couldn't find him. I'm like, where the fuck? He said he was here, but he's not here. So somebody comes out and says, hey, uh, the host from your show is hiding downstairs. <laughs> And I'm like, why would he be hiding downstairs? And then um, they told me that uh, the Cookie Monster was in the building. Oh, my gosh. Um, A.K.A. Yessi. I love Yessi. I'm fine with Yessi. Me and Yessi don't have... I love Yessi. She gave me a hug and a kiss on my cheek because she knows I'm gay, so she didn't go near my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were hiding. She what rolled was, her eyes at you before, though. She kind mm. probably, but most people do. So she was hiding. You were hiding from her. What's going on, bro? I'm just upset the fact that she really had the the audacity. The audacity. Thank you. Give him that. You better give him that big old <laughs> had, word. Had, gave him gave <laughs> audacity to come up here to my place of where I work. She's in a room where my face is on both of these screens. Biggest fucking day. She knows the situation. She knows I work here, and she still came here knowing she may see me. And I got here, like you say, the first one. I come up these stairs, and the first person I seen the motherfucking window, and we connect not eyes but souls was this motherfucker. And I made a fucking U turn. It was like the get out challenge. I said, <laughs> I but why couldn't you just sit down and just act because like? Because let me tell you, I have mastered the art of walking in a room and not seeing a motherfucker that I recognize. Mm. But you know what? Just by law, I just can't because I'm the one that's going to get in trouble. So the restraining order is still in intact. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so hold on one second here. I have a legit question. Isn't her isn't it her responsibility to let you know when she's going to be coming somewhere you are supposed to be? I don't know. You work here. Like you, you better, are you supposed better. to be here. I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna tell That's, my I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell your probation officer? You better tell that motherfucker. <laughs> Damn, I didn't want to say that. Well, now, well, well this is this is thank you for sharing that you have a probation officer because now I just guessed. now I didn't the know. fraudulent accusations about us leaving you out of Japan are not true because you can't travel. I can cuz I'm I'm very good with my probation officer and it gives me Access anywhere I want to go. Can okay. I tell you? I had a restraint order once. <laughs> no, shit. I hate them. Shits. Wait, can I tell you the story real quick? Just, I swear to God, real fast, because I didn't even know I had a restraint order until I got pulled over by LAPD. No way. Listen, okay. Remember, I was talking about my dumb ex. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you how dumb this motherfucker is. So mm-hmm. one day I get a call. I'm at work. My brother calls and says, "Did Josh move out?" I'm like, "Get off my phone. I'm busy." He was like, "No, did Josh move out?" I'm like, "No, he didn't move out." So he takes a picture of his closet and all the clothes and everything is gone. Mm-hmm. I had bought tons of clothes and shoes and everything. I'm like. I have a problem with that. You can't leave <laughs> while I'm at work. Like, you get up, breakfast is served, everything is great. I've done it before. And then by... Really? I have. Wait, that's the most fucked up thing because you have to give the person closure. When you don't get somebody closure, oh. you're really trying to fuck their life up. That's so let me true. tell you what he did. He I left. ran. Wait, he, no, he ran. But this was a good... Relationship was great. I mean, we were cheating on each other, but that he started that. <laughs> okay, so look. So I'm at work, right? And so I'm in a meeting with like all these white people. So of course I had to say... 
you know, everybody, I unfortunately have a family emergency. I got to go. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. I got in that motherfucking Mercedes and I was flying <laughs> down the, down the uh, 580. <clears throat> I get home. Everything's gone. So I, I thought I start walking around my apartment saying, what the fuck can I do? I got to find this motherfucker because I need closure, mm-hmm. you know, because I was in, I was abandoned as a child, you know, mm-hmm. not to get too serious. I was a group home and shit. Mm-hmm. So I called Sprint at the time and I said, I lost my little brother, and he, but he has a cell phone on him. Can I put a tracer on his phone? Mm-hmm. Put a tracer, found out where he was. He was at my friend's house and in the next city over. Mm. This person has, had messed with one of my exes a long time ago, <laughs> stabbed him. It was a long story. But anyway, oh I digress. <laughs> so. Here I am perplexed that this motherfucker thought he was just going to leave my house. So, you know what I did? I went to Home Depot and I got a big old gas can, a pipe, and the thing you light a fireplace with. Mm. And filled it up with gas and drove to the city calling the motherfuckers on my way. So, long story short, I get to the house. It's mid midday. I get out the car. I pour gas all over the grass and the house and the fence and I'm pouring gas. And there's a little boy on a scooter. I will never forget this boy. I hope I run into him one day and can interview him. He's rolling by on a scooter, and he stops, and he goes, are you about to burn the house down? <laughs> and I said, little boy, just go on about your business, little boy. Go on about your business. So I pour the gas all over the house. I knock on the door. My friend's aunt or whatever answered the door, and I said, tell my nigga to come outside. Or I'm going to burn this motherfucking house. I'm going to kill everybody. The dog, I'm killing everybody. I swear to God. So I go sit in my car. So my nigga comes out. Get all your shit, my shit, and get in the car. So he gets in the car. So I leave. My friend calls and he's like, my neighbor, he's a social worker. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Mm. This is such a bad story. <laughs> he gets in an uproar and he's like, you came to my neighborhood, disrespecting me when I see him and beat your ass. I said, okay, cool. I got you. So I called his job where he was a social worker and I told his boss that he molested my little brother. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyways, he got put on suspension. That wasn't good enough. So now he called him my job, telling my boss that I did that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, please to the audience appreciate that I'm opening up and sharing you this yeah. crazy story. God dang. I went to his son's school. His son was 18, graduating mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I took his son to lunch. His son called me Uncle Jason. Uh-huh. So I took his son to lunch and I took a picture with him and I texted him. I said, if you call my house again or you call my job again, I'm going to fuck your you son. You pulled a 50 from Power Move? <laughs> I will fuck your son. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I took a picture with his son. And then I texted to him and said, if you call my job again or if you call my house again, I will fuck your son. What? Wait, how old was this little fella? 18. Oh, well. Oh, I was that's real, still fucked no, up. No, no, I was real grown. I was real grown. <laughs> and I didn't, and I didn't even want to fuck his son. But for the sake of playing chess, I would have fucked his son. So you I say all that to say, I didn't even know you that I was riding down one. the street one day and get pulled over with guns and everything. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I got a restraining order put against me from talking to him or his family or his job. And yep. he said that I had a weapon and was going to burn his house down. So I was not only had a restraining order, but I was restricted from getting a gun. I had to clear all that. It's up. so funny. You didn't even have a restraining order put on you from your, from your boyfriend. It was from, Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. It was that from- motherfucker was living in fear after that, because <laughs> oh after he saw all of the activities, you to burn everybody. That's okay, because when we finally broke up, I packed up all this shit and dropped him off at a bus with a bus ticket and a dog and his <laughs> shoes. Bye. I don't know if this, I mean, I should have just, <laughs> the pettiness in me wanted to just stand right here in front of this damn window and just just stand there. I, would, I, I feel like that's you could have should... like done that. This is your place of I work. Could've, she came I here. I punked out. I bitched out. Yeah, I would have been so petty. I gave petty. her power. I Fuck, I should have been I petty. Pressed, and I'm looking kind of good today, too. Listen, I would have pressed my <clears throat> lips up against that glass and just... <laughs> No, you should have dro- no, dropped your pants and pressed your ass up against the glass. No, I would. Because, uh, no, I don't know. I rem- no, I'm not going to say that. The ass you used to eat. 
I ain't gonna don't know. I never said that. You did say that. I never did. I think you did. I don't think I did. There was a time where you said that your girlfriend that you're with now is too pretty to eat your ass. But Yezzy, you didn't comment. So <laughs> that's me saying she did. Watch yeah. this. Watch this. Have you ever sucked dick before? No. There you go. You didn't answer that way when I said she was munching on your ass. So anyway, Melissa, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> But no, to Gia, to Gia, I'm glad that you, I love the sense of maturity that you showed today, the restraint, because I'm going to yeah, tell you, you're better hard. than me, bro. Yes. Because <clears throat> Melissa, you know, she would have caused, she would have caused a scene all up in this motherfucker. I wish I was here when I first walked in. Then she had the nerve to be taking a little time walking down the stairs, holding the door for the goddamn, you ain't got to hold no goddamn. Maybe she was just door. being kind. Whew. No, trying to look through the door like this. Is he looking to see me, watch me hold the door? Fuck out of here. Move so, on. I'm sorry. Is so, there an expiration date on this restraining order, know. or is it forever? No, it's not forever. You should know. Ever, ever? No, you should know how long know. it is for. I don't it's been like two and a half years now. So okay, so maybe it's like a five year, ten well, year. I'm gonna add you to my. I'm gonna add you to my prayer list tonight, and I'm gonna pray that um, document goes away, <laughs> and that you have the freedom of just going to her job and sitting in a waiting room. Right, for no damn reason. But I upgraded. You know, I went from my infinity You sure a, did. I'm, the, I'm not even going to lie. Your girl is Ray. freaking gorgeous. No, your girl is pretty. Everybody's yeah. in the kind of like, yo, did you find a picture yet? Did you find a picture? No, I'm looking. You've been looking? It's crazy. But I it's really I, like... Oh, I have a picture but of I don't, her. Wait, but I don't think it's about being better looking. I think it's just when you have a healthier relationship, it was, right? Like you and your girl much, seem to have a... Much, healthy relationship. Mm. Much. Hmm. Yeah, so... Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you, Melissa. And I'm happy that, you know, I know how it feels to, you know feel like you didn't do what you wanted to do. Like you didn't get the redemption. You didn't get, you know, to get your rocks off. You know what? It's not even that. I really wanted to tell her I was genuinely sorry. I really had the urge to just come in here and say, Well, why don't you say it right now? You know what? I will do that. Go ahead. I always wanted to say, Yessie, we have been through our ups and downs. We have, I've done a lot to you, but I genuinely want to say I apologize for every single thing I put you through. I apologize. You're a great woman. You didn't deserve it. I apologize. I hope you can forgive me. God bless. And all the women on YouTube are going to be wet after hearing that. Oh That's my amazing. God. Because uh, let me say, I got I want to say something to my ex. Can I do that too? Yes. yes. Hey, hold, on. hold on. I am so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me be genuine. God, why? I'm never allowed. I have a heart. Hold on. Hold on. Josh, I am so sorry that I spent so much money on you and our relationship. And I wish if I could have ever done one thing different in my life was to pass up that MySpace message you sent me years ago. <laughs> the end. Bye, nigga. All right. So what's going on? What's going on? Oh, um. my God. Okay. Well, it's hard. Oh, and not to mention, Josh dated my first ex that I was with for five years. I didn't find out to mid-relationship when the first ex came over to my house. Your was community like, is messy. It's messy. Your community <laughs> is messy. They're from the same area oh, but i didn't even hey. make the connection so mid relationship my first ex shout out to my ex calvin who's still my best friend you met calvin mm-hmm, in new york mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he comes over to the house and he's like and i'm looking at the dynamics the whole energy in the room changed josh went to the room shut the door wouldn't come out i'm like what is have y'all met before <laughs> they not only had met they had dated 
Don't let Jason feel like he's missing something in the room. Like he's not in on the fucking secret. Oh, every, he, he will burn the room down. Everything got to come out. Every, yes. Yes. So I've been speaking of burning down. I've been having this itch to go back to love and hip hop. Well, I, I was about to be like, okay, wait, our show just took a massive fucking left. Not the itch that requires a visit to the doctor's office. That was a couple you years said, ago. Speaking That's of burning down, I've been having this itch. <laughs> but I'm hearing that the, the show has already gotten off to a bang and I'm missing it. And I, I was laying in my bed the other day and I started texting Mona and Stephanie like, you know, what y'all do? Hey, big head, you know? Mm. And, uh, but I said to myself, if I go back, I'm going to go back and be really, really professional. But if somebody tries me, I got to burn everything down. Okay. Mm. Everything. Okay. Scorched cool. earth burn. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Well, I mean, I told you if you went back, you had to be a little bit more three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like your relationships have to be a part oh, yeah. of the, you know. Oh, yeah. There's only one person that I would actually bring out public. One of my boobs my I bring out public. My God, public. that would just, that would be great TV. Oh, that they, would be they great ready TV. for that one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mike. Mm. Mm. Mike, I don't know him. The one yeah. I ran out of gas on the 405 and he stopped oh, and, crazy jumped, dude. and jumped over the he wall. Fine. To go I'm get sorry. Gas. He fine. Out of all the boys you've shown me, Mike is the finest, yeah, in my well, opinion. He just got out of jail. I don't know his probation status, but I mean, again, we can figure that out. <laughs> he was going like- to come this weekend, but I was on my way to Mexico. But now I don't know if I'm going to go to Mexico because it's fucking Trump. It's fucking up the world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that that was one of the stories that we were going to talk about is the fact that, <clears throat> you know, there's the dilemma of build the wall or remain patriotic. Because, you know, when it comes to a large undertaking like that, there's going to be like contract work and it's going to be like in the multi millions of dollars. And so Mexican officials are basically advising people to not take the contract, like remain patriotic. We don't want this wall and we're not building this fucking wall it's not our responsibility if he wants the wall he can build the wall he can pay for the wall i really feel like what we should start doing on this show to be responsible to our listeners is keep a journal of everything he says and does oh wow for example he said if he got an office he was going to build a wall right Mm. then he got an office and said that mexico was going to pay for it Mm -hmm. now the taxpayers are going to pay for it and And mexico is going to reimburse us and and mexico the president former president said fuck you we ain't paying for no fucking wall almost exactly in those words no he said we're not paying for a fucking wall and he went on conan o'brien and flipped off a picture of trump okay just so he just to make it clear nigga fuck you now here's the deal i want to be his friend now now look at the unrest he's created all over the world like i'm sitting here looking at traveling so i put together a trip to mexico this Mm -hmm. weekend and then i get a text from somebody on the team that says there's travel warnings to mexico you know where the warning is where everywhere damn (laughs) it's everywhere in mexico everywhere in mexico Every single city Chukon, that we would travel to. Guadalajara. All of them. Leon. E- even Chipotle. Or <laughs> I guess Chipotle. Chipotle, I don't know Mexico. the city name. It's something like that. Chipotle? I don't remember the name, but I remember it was a food. Or it was a restaurant. Chil- I don't know. Cabo. Cabo. Puerto Vallarta. Leon. I think you're thinking about Cabo can- Cantina. No I'm, about, no, I'm about to pull it up because y'all think I'm being messy. This fool said Chipotle, Mexico. <laughs> Shit, we about to go with a Chipotle Mexico, dog. Speaking of Chipotle, that extra guac charge is fucking bullshit. Speaking that, of Chipotle, their meat is so disgusting. I will never touch Chipotle, ever. I need them to cut it the just, chicken up really fine. It looks like diarrhea. I'm sorry. It, it do. Looks, it looks so nasty. Go in, come on, smooth. Ew, that's disgusting. You eat Taco Bell? I don't eat Taco Bell. You Taco Bell? Do I look like I eat Taco Bell? Yes, you do. Late night, after the club, a little drunk. No, I eat Bossa Nova. For all of you who don't know in LA, there's it's a, a Brazilian restaurant. There's a Brazilian. Oh, it's not, and it's oh. not fancy. It's just where you go to get late night food. <laughs> oh, you I know? knew the name of the city. 
Chihuahua. I can't. <laughs> I didn't even know like there was food. a city named Chihuahua. Yeah. Speaking of Chihuahua, mine is here. Aww. And that's why it's, you know. That's- she was pointing to the dog because it looked like he was pointing to this beautiful woman. Oh, no, no, no. This is my girlfriend, Winnie, from Sweden. She's from Sweden. Gorgeous. That's what they look like in Sweden. I've been to Sweden before. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, the the wall is not going up. I say we don't need to build a wall, if anything, because in some places of the border, we have a fence. Yeah. It's yeah. not even a wall. It's and, a fence. and can we just say, like, they're fucking doing this underground and by air as well. Yeah. So, like, this whole wall is a political thing. It's mm-hmm. a money thing. And it's a bullshit thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, even like, and, and, they were, and they were also saying that for the most part, there's not it's not as many Mexicans that are trying to, you know, like get through and come yeah, over, you know, really illegally cross into the U.S. Mm-hmm. It's more people from like Central America and stuff. I don't know. It's just kind of setting up like this biased and prejudicial view of, against Mexicans. It's I feel, annoying. I feel like Donald Trump gonna drop a mixtape. He's like he's like a, he's the real 23 Savage. He's a savage. Well, you know, Snoop has responded that he's not going to respond. <laughs> and he says he's well, not going to do an interview. <laughs> Bow Wow responded for him. Yeah, about Shad Moss. Yo, excuse me, Shad Bow Moss. Wow. What did he say? He said, uh, something Basically, about, don't fuck with the don't my fuck Uncle with Snoop the before we get yeah. your girl and make her work for us or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, she, at this time, Wait. point in time, she might she might take you up on that, Wait, bro. can I say that I don't think we've ever had a first family disrespected this way in U.S. history. Ever in history. Think what about it. What are you it. talking about? Ain't nobody what? would nobody would ever be caught saying nothing like that to the Obamas. They never said not, not even to Bush. Kill, we would they <laughs> would never they would never put a gun to I mean we, we need to have the Obamas on this show because I'm sure that they got like hundreds of thousands of death threats on the regular. I could believe oh, that, but how no, many times yeah, yeah, has yeah. Michelle called an ape a monkey, all these horrible, horrible things? Their their kids, they were they I were love dis- them so much. I told all them. that shit out. I do. I yeah. I do too. But the fact of the matter is, is they were the first black family, and it's yeah. they the racism that they had to face was just. I can't. I know. It's, it's, it's not even I worth know. discussing. But yes, yeah, I feel you getting passionate. That oh, by the way, upturd. <laughs> you want to know the word you were looking for? Absurd. Perturbed. Oh, perturbed. That's what it was. All right. Thank you. I got you. I was looking out for you. <laughs> I'm gonna keep a journal of all the times we educate this motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> hey man, I graduated top ten in my high school. I, was, I just don't know words. Well, it was Gary, Indiana. Um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. Anyways, still speaking about this dickhead Trump. Um, <laughs> Have you just disrespected our I don't president? Give a shit because he's that's a, not her president. Because he's not my president. I'm, can- I'm Canadian. I'm you sorry. know what I love about journalists is that they are so trained to be professional yeah. that I know when they talk about him, they don't want to call him the president. I would love to be a fly. On the wall. But you know who I love? Uh. Whoopi Goldberg. She refers to him as that guy. That guy. <laughs> or or you know who. Yeah. She don't she uh, will not say Vol- his name. Uh, Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah, okay. from Harry Potter. Anyway, so <laughs> he he has a love of McDonald's. And if you look at the texture of his skin, you can tell he eats a lot of he eats a okay, lot of Okay, you're food. shady as fuck today. I don't care. But I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> you, you, shade showed up and you're showing out. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, so he somebody a, called him a Cheeto. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Did you? I yeah. call him a Cheeto all they, the time. They serve Cheetos now at um, oh, that's Burger King. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. You stupid. I I actually like Cheetos a lot. Um. So, anyways, McDonald's sent out an anti-Trump tweet, and it actually and it said, "You are actually a disgusting excuse of 
a president and we would love to have at Barack Obama back. Also, you have tiny hands. <laughs> Wait, who from McDonald's tweeted that? The McDonald's, CEO? No, McDonald's Corp. They're investigating. Oh, the office? The, the, the corporate? They're investigating it because their they Twitter was, was hacked. Yeah, they say it was compromised. Nah, I mean, not Negroes. Y'all tap that out. I don't believe, he's right. I don't believe it either no, because of either. how quickly the tweet was deleted. If you're, if your account has been hacked, you have no the control power, over it right. whatsoever. Your password's mm-hmm. been changed. You're locked out. It takes you a minute mm-hmm. to like kind of get everything back in order. But it was sent out and it was deleted really quickly. Yo, t- they hey, did that shit. Hats off to whoever tweeted that over there. And hats off to McDonald's for doing it. It was probably one black person over there in the corporate Post office. Post and delete. Did you see? Oh, speaking of the video I sent y'all, and then we put on the Hollywood Unlocked about Michelle coming to take Barack's phone away. I love that. Back I love <laughs> that shit was <laughs> because I know that you know because the one thing about the Obamas is that they are social media savvy, yeah. and I know there are days they are laying up in bed like. Let me let this nigga have it real quick. Because they're from Chicago. Yeah. Don't forget they're from you, Chicago. I bet you they have like fake Twitter accounts. Fake, fake they just accounts, send whatever and they, they, and they want. They, yeah, and they totally troll him. They have to. I know it. I know the only it. Thing that would top, the only thing that would top this year of political craziness is if Michelle and Brock dropped a sex tape. Oh, man. I'm here for that. I'm, All right, now, Michelle, I want you to put it up in there for me now. Ew, stop <laughs> it. All right, stop there we it. go. All right, so everybody's heard about uh, Trump claiming that Obama wiretapped him. First of all, mofo, nobody was interested in wiretapping you before this election process was even happening, okay? So you weren't even worthy of the fucking wiretap. Secondly, since Nixon was impeached for wiretapping. I think for our young audience who don't know who Nixon Nixon is. Okay, Nixon was a former president, okay? Uh, (laughs) History books. And and he was impeached because? He was impeached because of a wiretapping incident at the Watergate Hotel, which is why people refer to things as Watergate. Okay, Mm. so certain, you know, protocols have been set up so that if wiretapping, in order to wiretap somebody, so many subpoenas have to go mm-hmm. out. There's a huge process. And- well, not anymore, because since then, remember, George Bush enacted the Patriot Act. So mm-hmm. now they have the right to mm-hmm. listen in to everyday conversations without all of that. That oh, well, was the whole controversy around the Patriot Act. Okay. Yeah. Well, Trump has asserted that Obama was behind wiretapping him. Man, listen, Barack, President Barack. Everybody on the, everybody, even Jeff Sessions, who he's appointed to the head he of the- He said, nigga, I ain't involved with he's, this. He's, I'm not involved. I don't know nothing about it. House Speaker Ryan has said there's no, uh, there's no And there's other no Republicans evidence. are now coming out saying, this is irritating. You need to provide us some proof. Look, yeah. Barack got other shit to do. Like write his book, be out there balling, crossing boys over. He, he was about not, no he was not worried about Trump whatsoever. No. Well, Trump has basically said where he got his source from. He got it from watching the news. <laughs> the fake news. Yeah, the fake, CNN, the fake news. right? No, no, no. Oh. He got it from watching Fox. All those are alter- alternative facts from the fake news. But the yeah. thing that's crazy is now he's saying, well, listen, wiretapping is such a broad term. Yeah. Because it's so much more than just tapping phones. But yeah. the tweet that preceded that said... He tapped my phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, listen, I'm telling you right Sean now. Sean Spicer did say. I'm going to say this because we do have listeners who have grandparents who are probably senile. And people, Some my grandma was 92, had a, she was of sound mind. Maybe he is the oldest president we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just senile. Because literally, if you think about it, he's so all over the place. It's like the mask. I think that Mental he, health is a real issue. I really think that he's just a manipulative 
piece of shit. Honestly, Damn. no, that's your pre- Well, that's a president. No, because real. States. No, because realistically, why? What have we gotten off of top? Off topic of talking about? There's a fly that just will not leave me alone today. He's really trying to land up in them bangs. <laughs> We've gotten off topic and we stopped talking about the real issue at hand, mm. which is the investigation into how Russia interfered in our election. We stopped talking about that. We talked about his stupid income tax reports that really do tell us know, fucking do nothing. Do we know any of like the possible life-changing bills that are going to the Senate floor? No, we're not. No one's talking about any because of that because we're, we're talking distracted. about exactly. So and do you think is, it's strategic? Absolutely. He's a. It's it's diversionary tactics. It's like you know, throw a stone over there so you stop looking at what's going on over Dang, here. That's, that's what he's doing. It was plan all along. Our next show, we should have a list of all the bills that are out right now mm-hmm. and like go through the serious ones that nobody's talking about. A lot of them things the judges are shooting down, though. Mm-hmm. They're shooting them down. Yeah, every time there's, there's, there's them federal judges that are keep that keep imposing, um, uh, you know, the travel ban. Exactly. Yeah. They keep they keep stopping the travel ban. I think that's great. I think that he thinks that the treasury is his personal piggy bank. And I think that he just, he signs an executive order, holds it up like it's a fucking menu from fucking Benihana's. And then that's just, that's just the way that it's going to go. I love Benihana's. I I do love Benihana's too. I've never been. What? Okay, let's go. Group trip to Benihana's. No, let's go. (laughs) What else is next? Sorry, group trip to Benihana's. Okay. um, So apparently Kendall Jenner's house was robbed. Yes. Yes. Everybody's house getting robbed, man. Hope stop. nobody robbed my crib. Listen, stop Don't posting you say your shit. Stop posting your shit on social media, and maybe people won't know all the shit what that you, you have and I where agree. you where you live. I agree. I, I agree. I haven't. Oh, you're talking about Kendall? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about G. I was gonna say he hasn't posted nothing online that I never post nothing in my crib. Around. Nope, not his basement, not the mezzanine <laughs> level. Nothing. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna be an advocate. Um, shout out to my mama, Chris Jenner. Yeah. Um, who I talked to this morning, I love her. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just say like Floyd Mayweather, who's our sponsor, who's our friend, mm-hmm. posts stuff online all day long. He got robbed. Recently. Yeah, but he got he didn't get robbed for his well. I guess it's similar. We don't know what the person's intentions of robbing him was. Just the fact that they got in the motherfucking house. Somebody but Kendall Jenner isn't like a big stunt queen on Instagram with like her money. But she it's just sign. that really Kendall don't. Jenner. That's all I need, brother. Oh, we in there? Okay. If I was yeah. a thief, no. But the real issue is that these celebrities think they have a tight inner circle and they got a bunch of nobodies Leeches. around them. Did you ever see that movie, The Bling Ring? Yes. No. You never saw it, but you know what it's about, right? No. It's about these young kids that kind of, you know, were living in like the same peripheral as, um, you know, the, the kids from the OC and mm-hmm. whatnot, like Paris Hilton and, and Misha Barton and all of them, yeah. you know? And they started robbing their houses and shit like oh, that. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I rem- oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. when, Lindsay, I remember when Lindsay Lohan and my friend Andrew Lohan- Snight, mm-hmm. uh, Knight, Andrew Knight, Shig Knight's son uh-huh. were accused of stealing thousands and thousands of dollars of how jewelry. much did they get from kendall's house what does it say two hundred thousand dollars but listen i don't think kendall first of all isn't known as a stunt queen on instagram she just happens to be a kardashian slash right. jenner i just i mean i mean i don't know i i just i just don't understand why people got to take other people's shit if you're not out working hard enough for your own shit why you and gotta pray you, on you people and your like, friends at that you're keeping loose is that much cash or just valuables of two hundred thousand and it says jewelry. Okay, well, yeah. shit, keep your shit in the safe, man. What the fuck? Mm. All right, well, moving right along. Um, apparently, Miguel uh, was accused of sexual assault. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about You're going to have to tell me about that one because... Uh, Some girl took to Instagram and posted a video <laughs> telling the story of how Miguel... And I'm not even going to call Miguel a friend. We're cool. I If I see him, it's all love. Uh, last time I saw him at Khloe Kardashian's birthday party, it was all love. He's but engaged you know, right now. He's famous mm-hmm. now, and he's out there. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Don't say out there. Yeah, he's out there. Not 
out there, like in the streets. Okay, he's, he's okay, in the streets. okay. <laughs> you, you, you saying out there could be mis- <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, if if a nigga sucking dick, I'm gonna say sucking dick. But I don't tell people that people are sucking dick unless they're telling people that they're sucking dick. Okay, and moving right along. He hasn't right said along. that he's sucking dick, so I'm not saying that about him. Okay. He, he appears to me be. Me and Miguel used to be really, really, really cool. I ain't talked to him in a while. When you see him, he's such a superstar, even though he ain't had a hit in a while. But anyway, there's a rumor out there. I mean, not a rumor. There's an allegation out that he sexually assaulted a woman. And I just don't believe it. How long ago was it? I just saw the video last night, but we put okay. it up today. So what okay. she was just saying, like she he first of all, her. she was rubbing her titty while she was telling the story. So Lies. He, no, it was a little like, and she was talking about how she would have fucked him or something. She said something sexual in the whole conversation. I really feel like it's a stunt. Everybody's trying Instagram. to come up. Like if I went and hugged Melissa and I was. You know, nobody would believe. Fake. Nobody fuck, would, shut the fuck up, Jason. Your middle it. name Lee. Nobody I'm trying to make it. a point for Miguel because I love his music. No, but you need to if make, I went and hugged on, Melissa and my right hand grazed against that right titty, and she could take that little much and say, Giovanni, you know, sexually harassed me. First, if, if she was that type of person I and just, she wasn't Melissa Ford. I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying, if you're just a normal girl that lived in Huckleberry, New Jersey or some shit, I would follow a third party. I would follow a third party charge. There's a third party (laughs) offended charge. Uh, I'm a third party offensed, um, <laughs> and I'm going to tell. Wait, say it again. No, third party offense. I'm and just I mean, saying, if I somebody wants to come up, they could do be petty like that. No, no, I do believe that. I agree with you. I do mm. believe we we live in the land of pettiness these these days. Social media allows you to create stunts, and you know, you create um, what are those called? Um, babies? No, I'm not. We're not talking about your babies. Your girl swallows all those. I'm talking about you create skits. And this is the land where people create skits, right? I was at a house the other night, and somebody walked up to me. I ain't going to say who, but he's mm. a friend of mine, and he knows you, but he's coming on the show. He's mad at you. Um, who, me or you? Her. her. And um, he was he confronted me about the Deshaun Jackson interview, the interview with the girl and Deshaun Jackson. I didn't tell that girl to say anything about Deshaun Jackson, but my point is that she took that as an opportunity to shade Deshaun Jackson that went viral. And I didn't even know it was on TMZ. My ex from, called me from jail yesterday, told me he saw it on TMZ. <laughs> Shout out to my ex. <laughs> anyway, so Wait, my, who the fuck is mad at me? She's still. Oh, we'll talk about that later. So Safari's in the news. Shout out to my boy Safari. You know he was here. He talked, told us in the world that he was never going to talk about Nicki Minaj again. I swear to God, every time I turn on TV, he's talking about Nicki Minaj. In the internet, he's talking about Nicki Minaj. So yeah. now he's saying Nicki owes him two million dollars. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn he said that on our show, though. No, he we, didn't say that. We asked him if he believed she owed him money. He was like, and he said no. He said no. He didn't want anything. He was moving on and that he would never talk about Nikki again. Then he went on Wendy Williams Mm -hmm. and he talked about her and then went on This Is 50 and then said she owes him $2 million. Damn, Safari, what's going on, bro? I mean, maybe he just need the money. This is the question I'm going to ask and I love Safari. No, I don't think he needs the money. He knows I love love him. I don't love him like that. He ain't my type. I, I got love for him. Do you think these guys... And Remy Ma are talking about Nicki Minaj so much to stay relevant because she is so high up here. You know, like if I got into a beef with, well, Nelly doesn't count because he's not up there. But if I got into a beef with like Rihanna and I just talked about her for like four years straight, is it because I'm trying to be up there with Rihanna? What is that? You have a piece of that? I, I agree. So to a certain extent, I think that it's 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 it can be looked at two ways. One, whenever people see Safari. They're going to ask about Nicki Minaj. He gets asked regardless if he wants to be asked or not. You know, 
can he he when he was on our show, he basically said he wanted to be recognized on his own two feet. Like he stopped. He wanted to stop being recognized as her Nicki ex Minaj, and whatever right. the case and is. That's why he did Love and Hip Hop. And he's yeah. back on Love and Hip Hop with, with a new co-star, mm-hmm. a.k.a. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And do you, but it bears the question like, OK, once you've said it, once you put it all out there, what else is there to talk about? I guess about? he's afraid of the fact that, you know, people won't really have much to talk to him or ask him about if they're not talking about and, Nikki. And, you know, after I threw the drink on Hazel on Love and Hip Hop um, two seasons ago, you know what I said? Mm. I did one interview and mm-hmm. I started by saying, I know why you want to talk to me. And this mm-hmm. is the only time I'm going to talk about it mm-hmm. to any in explaining what happened mm-hmm. to anybody. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, ask your questions. They asked, it was a great interview with VH1. Never talked about it. Like I never did an interview about it. You got it yeah. all out. It was out. Like yeah. their answers are there. If yeah. somebody asks me, I can say, go I ahead. did an interview with VH1. Go check it out. Yeah. Next question. You know, and if they don't want to talk to me, then I'm not working hard enough. Yeah. Right. Keep working. I just don't know. I think, I think Safari is talented enough to do other shit. He's a stunt man. He can create shit. He, the furs, all the, the girl putting oil. He knows how to create stunts. Right. Why keep talking about Nikki? If you believe she owes you $2 million, go get the money. Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway. It's tough when, it's tough. I, I mean, I said it last show, you know, you have to be careful how you introduce yourself to the world, mm-hmm. but because they never let you forget it, but you can also kind of do yourself a disservice by, you know, reiterating it over and over and over again and playing into it. You yeah. know, you, you, you have to let Stop yourself. Stop being the victim, bro. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're a man, being the victim is not cute. Right. I could have said Mona Scott Young is a devil bitch who made me look evil as fuck to the world the way they edited that because they did edit it to make it look way worse than yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to blame her because like I tell Mona, I own that. I threw the, I threw the drink. Mm-hmm. So however I did it, whatever I did it, I own it. I'm not going to blame editing. I never played the victim. Not one time when I was getting attacked. Right. Thousands of people attacked me. I never said, oh, poor me. It was never poor me. Right. So I don't understand. I don't know. It's just... Mm. Mm. Well, Meek Mill, you know, speaking of Safari and Nikki and whatever, the whole triangle, whatnot, he was just charged with assault in, a, in St. Louis after some event took place. But, you know, he's I guess he's claiming self-defense. I guess he got a fight in a St. Louis airport. I don't understand how these brothers be on probation still getting in trouble. Like, I don't understand how you be rich and, and going get, to jail. I agree. If I'm going to jail. I, I feel like trouble finds them. I do. I feel like I get like the cash me outside girl. Everybody wants to beat the shit out of her. They say she's going to make be a million dollars at the end of the year. God damn. A hundred thousand a month. This she better collect. She better save all that shit. How about that? Because she's going to ride this way for a little bit. Danielle, we want you on the show. I'm going to tell you right now. As soon as I cash her outside, I'm going to cash it out. I don't know how. Yo, but the day she get caught outside and get caught on tape, getting her ass molly it's a wrap for her. I don't she think can't so. talk shit no more. I don't think she so. She has like four security guards. Not only that. She should go get beat up somewhere just just for G- on GP and film it and put it online and go on a whole rant. That'll last her a whole nother six months. Yeah. Because she you, can do a whole rant about that the last month. Would you have her on the show? Absolutely. Oh, I would, Ooh, I would love to see that because she's so disrespectful. You just don't give a fuck. I just want to get her. I want her on the show so she can call so all listen, of us hoes. You hoes don't do nothing. <laughs> listen, we're going we're gonna to do this right now. I want her to call you a hoe. Cash me outside, girl. <laughs> Danielle Bregalia. Bring your little ass on this show so we can talk to you. I mean, we want to be your friend, but just know we're going to ask a lot of questions and you're going to be upset and disrespectful, and that's okay. <laughs> and she, I kept my, listen, I cannot believe she don't look 13. She doesn't look 13. She don't look 13. But then again, I didn't look 13 when I was 13. I was, by the time I was 15, I was getting into clubs. We had to be 21. She's got a little boyfriend. She's the age of your daughter. I I know. She could be your daughter. And what what if your daughter acted like that? 
Let me tell you something. I flipped out today. My daughter texted me back. Was like, hold up, bro. I almost, I almost slapped her back into her mama's womb. What'd she say? I text her. I said, yo, Mary. She was like, hold up, bro. Bruh. I was like, when she got home, let me tell you something. I ain't trying you slapped to slap get... the taste out of her mouth. Nah, didn't you? I ain't slapped, but she felt some muscle. So, <laughs> so when people ask me why I don't have kids, I'm gonna just tell a story. People think, oh, because he's gay, he don't have kids. Gay oh, people have sure. kids, okay? Mm. Gay people have kids. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the gay people with kids. I raised my brother from eight years old to eighteen, and I will never forget the transition between being eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven, mm-hmm. and that thirteen and fourteen year old motherfucker that shows up. Hold on, nobody like told me. Because, see, I was in group homes from 8 mm-hmm. to 14. Mm-hmm. I rebelled when I got out. But I was on some, oh, you had me trapped for years, shit. I'm, on, I'm out yeah. here. This motherfucker, Sorry. one day, I'm driving home from work. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the I-5, and I see a big old cloud of black smoke in the distance. Mm. And I said to myself, <laughs> that's my house. <laughs> I said, that's my house. So I'm in the Mercedes that I drove when I was going to burn my friend's house down. So I uh, I typed in the number in my car. Mercedes has a little thing you type it in. I called, ring, 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 my boyfriend, Josh, the one who. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Dummy, yep, right. Josh, where is Paul? He goes, Paul's uh, right here sitting on the couch. I said, where has Paul been in the last 15 minutes? <laughs> Paul, he's been right here. He's been outside. Where has he been in the last 15 minutes? Put Paul on the phone. Paul gets on the phone. Hello? Are you on your way home? I said, you fucking did that. He said, did what? what? I said, I said, I see, I see smoke from the fucking freeway. <laughs> and as I'm getting closer to the exit, the police have stopped you from being able to exit because there are helicopters dropping water on the palm trees that are on fire <laughs> and the whole freeway is on fire. And I told him, you motherfucker, you did that. And I'm going, he 13, I'm going to be there. I'm a, I know you fucking did it. <laughs> so two hours later, when they cleared the w- way for me to get around from where I got off the freeway to oh, get home. super mad now, more. I parked that car in the downstairs and I ran up the stairs and I got him and I said, you better tell me what the fuck you did. <laughs> he was like, okay. So I went outside and I found a bottle. So I poured um, oil and gas in it. And I just lit it on fire. But I threw it across the freeway and I didn't think nothing happened. He had thrown a Molotov cocktail across the freeway and burned the whole freeway up. That's fucking hilarious. So a couple of days later, I said, you know what? I should fucking turn you in. But then I thought, if I turn him in, I'm going to be in trouble because mm. I'm responsible, right? Mm. So I, I just, you know, whooped his ass, left him alone. A couple of days later, fire chief comes, knocks on our door and says, hey, a neighbor said they saw your brother throwing this thing and lighting this stuff on fire. I'm like, no, nah, could have been my brother. So I have had my, I am at my limit. I, that's um, it. That's it. So I call his social worker. I said, you know, I think we need to find a group home because at this point he's 17, out of control. I just can't. No, he wasn't. Thir- he was 17. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how. Okay, 17. Let me fast forward. So I call his social worker. Social worker comes, uh, call, comes to visit, leaves. Then I'm planning for him to go to a group home. Mm-hmm. You know what this motherfucker did? I put him on room restriction. He climbed out the window, went to the park next door, found a, a family that was picnicking. Is that a word? Yes. Yeah. Took their keys and went through the parking lot, pushing the alarm until he found their oh. car, took their car because he was running away, crashed their car, got arrested, went to jail. And you know what I did? I went to the court. They said, we're going to release him to us. And uh-uh, keep him. And I never let, I never let him come home. Damn. At that point. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. Who are these people that go from eight to 18 in let the midst of all that? They just are crazy. I remember when my daughter would be running around with little bells in her shoes because I used to always lose her. Two, three, <laughs> oh, always at my leg, daddy, daddy, to now. 
I got to pay to get a kiss. I got, and I thought I was a cool, good-looking dad because I'm young. And she's like, oh, daddy, don't, like, I'm like, but baby, all your little friends is, no, but daddy, no. Like, she's not a little girl no more. She's 13 going I, on 56. I, I couldn't imagine. I just, I couldn't imagine. I would have a 21-year-old right now if I had ended up having the baby I was pregnant with. Damn. But I lost it. A boy, oh, I'm sorry. No, don't worry about it. I'm sure it would have been Satan's spawn. So the girl... So, I don't know. So the whole point <laughs> now is that out. if you're going to have a child, you absolutely have to be prepared yes. to raise that child. But look, shout out to all the parents out there. We love you. Keep yes. your kids out the yes. street. Yes.